0: boxofawesome.com. Before you listen to some awesome free agency preview with me and Joe Dolan on the Fantasy Feast podcast, I want to make sure you check out boxofawesome.com. Here's all you need to know. Go to boxofawesome.com. You'll take a quick quiz. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you, They have new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up. You can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box costs only $45 but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code FEAST at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. Code FEAST for 20% off your first box. It's time to eat. Get in my belly. Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Ah! on the Fantasy Feast Eatin' Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast, and if you're looking for a place to make your online wagers, betonline.ag is the place. They're your online sportsbook experts. Use that promo code, PODCAST1. He is Joe Dolan, and he is an absolute rock star, and we are beyond fired up for a little free agency preview. Who are the guys that could be most affected who are the guys that you need to know about especially if they're on your dynasty team they could be affected tremendously based on the quarterback movement other players potential landing spots a lot to get to from the free agent preview with joe i'm ross tucker former nfl offensive lineman five teams in seven years Now five podcasts, Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, College Draft, Business of Sports, and here, the Fantasy Feast podcast. Love talking fantasy football. Love a little free agency preview. And love making sure that I am trimmed up down there. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Manscaping. Don't be one of those guys like I was that ends up nicking or cutting your area when you're trying to trim with, like, I used to use like old school scissors, like the scissors you're supposed to use for your nose or whatever. Not good, dude. They have legitimate manscaping tools now, thanks to Manscaped. You got to get the Lawnmower 3.0. It has advanced skin safe technology to keep your bad boys nice and smooth. You just feel better down there, by the way. You just do. You need to try it out for yourself. You get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FEAST at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off and free shipping with the code FEAST at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping. Manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Use code FEAST. Your partner, your balls, your everything will thank you. All right, so Joe, we're going to do this a little bit differently than other people are in terms of free agency previews. Because obviously, we'll be able to react to what happens after it happens. But in your mind, you sort of have ideal fantasy landing spots for the top free agents right
1: yeah it's kind of uh it's kind of a halfway of a prediction and an ideal fantasy landing spot type of deal because i didn't do anything crazy like i didn't do anything that i think is impossible like i, I like i'm not I'm not putting everybody on the Chiefs. Well, that's a great fantasy landing spot for everybody. But I, I, I'm trying to do something that I think is a little bit realistic, but also um, would be good news for fantasy. So that, that, that was the, the idea behind this exercise. And obviously, um, uh, we're doing only the skill positions here. And it's a really interesting class, Ross, because the quarterbacks are loaded, and at the other positions, there's really just one or two guys of of significant interest. It's kind of weak at running back, wide receiver, and tight end. And it's loaded at quarterback. And that seems backwards from what we've come to expect from NFL free agency.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. It, it, it's pretty rare. Let's dive right into it. And it looks like, for the most part, Joe, you think the best fantasy landing spots for a lot of these quarterbacks are back with their incumbent team, if you will, which obviously makes sense for Drew Brees with the Saints.
1: Oh, of course, and Drew Brees has been—I I, mean—arguably the greatest fantasy quarterback of all time. And I'm not just talking one season. We've seen Peyton Manning have a, a, an amazing season, and Patrick Mahomes have a couple amazing seasons, and obviously Lamar Jackson having the amazing season in 2019. Michael Vick, when he was with the Eagles, having amazing fantasy seasons. But if you talk consistency. Drew Brees is right up there, and it, when when we do a full kind of career retrospective on Drew Brees. It's going to be compared, unfortunately for him, to Tom Brady's relationship with Bill Belichick. But um, Drew Brees and Sean Payton is one of the most uh, productive, if not the single most productive marriage of a quarterback and coach of all time. I don't see why Drew Brees would want to change that as his career winds down. Um, I don't see why Sean Payton would want to change that as Drew Brees' career winds down. The best fit for fantasy and the best fit for Drew Brees to win a Super Bowl, is back with the Saints. And I don't think anybody expects him to leave the Saints at this point.
0: The next one I thought was interesting. Even though the other options out there, like the Titans and Chargers, you think the best fantasy landing spot for Tom Brady is back with the Patriots?
1: I I do. And the, the reason is I'm not entirely sure. How great Tom Brady is anymore, and as we'll see throughout this exercise, I, I put some of Tom Brady. I, I, I increase the weaponry around Tom Brady in this exercise because I don't think Tom Brady is going back to the Patriots if his receivers are going to be Nikhil Harry uh, if, and and Julian Edelman again, and nobody at the tight end position. That's not going to happen. So we'll see how I'm going to supplement Tom Brady's supporting cast here, but I have I've held firm. Until I see Tom Brady put his name to paper with another team, I am going to believe that he is going to be back with the Patriots. I think this is the best fantasy fit for him and and look and i'm I'm just not entirely sure what offenses he fits better than that at this point. By no means am I trying to To downplay Brady's career. I'm just not sure at 43, whatever he is years old, how great he is anymore. And I think the Patriots and winding down with another year or two of Tom Brady is probably the best fit for everybody.
0: Dak Prescott back with the Cowboys. I mean, that's happening. He's not going
1: anywhere. Yeah, and that's why I didn't even bother to predict him going somewhere else, Ross, because he's going back with the Cowboys. And look, the guy had a top five fantasy season. He has been a top five fantasy quarterback since the Cowboys traded for Amari Cooper in the middle of the 2018 season. And I went on the record. I did not like that trade for Dallas. Uh, I was discouraged by what I saw from Amari Cooper in Oakland, Uh, But it has absolutely turned around my opinion of Dak Prescott – and it's put Dak Prescott, I think, in the minds of people as probably a good quarterback who needs a really good supporting cast around him. But that's what he has right now. And and the Cowboys, I don't know why they've played hardball with Dak Prescott. Um, I think their priorities have been out of whack. That's a, that's a conversation for another podcast. But Dak Prescott back with the Cowboys, 100% it's happening. And it's good for fantasy, too, because he's been a great fantasy quarterback ever since they traded for Amari Cooper. And certainly we're going to get to him as well.
0: Ryan Tannehill back with the Titans certainly would seem to be the best fit for him. I mean, that's the best he's ever played anywhere, period.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm a little surprised that the Titans seem to be playing hardball with Tannehill. Um I thought for sure he was going to be the guy that they would prioritize re-signing to an extension while franchising Derrick Henry, who's somebody else we're going to get to. Um obviously nobody's been franchised yet because of the because of the uh the issues with the CBA or the the negotiations. But Ryan Tannehill, I think, look, he he has essentially A couple of solid years in Miami and one really good year with the Titans, but it wasn't even a really good full season. So when I'm looking at this from a small sample, I think you still have to weigh Ryan Tannehill's career. Before the Titans and weigh that appropriately. And I'm not just sure that he's going to go somewhere else and all of a sudden he's going to be a great fantasy quarterback. I believe he was Pro Football Focus's highest graded passer. Um, I don't think I, I can take that and say, well, that's obviously going to happen somewhere else. I think the Titans should continue to build off of what they did right in 2019. I think they need to get a little bit more weaponry around him to support uh, A.J. Brown to increase the explosiveness of this passing game, but Ryan Tannehill, the success he had in Tennessee, I don't see why he'd want to go somewhere else.
0: Now we start to move a little bit. Now we got some movement, and I like it. Let's start with what I think almost seems like a fait accompli at this point, which is Phillip Rivers to the Colts.
1: Yeah, and I really like this fit. Um, I think he needs a little bit more support in the receiving core. Um, obviously, we saw T.Y. Hilton with the injury issues here this past season. Devin Funchess is a free agent. Eric Abron is a free agent. So the Colts have a lot to work on there. But there is one thing the Colts have. That I really like for Philip Rivers, and it's something it seems like he hasn't had with the Chargers in about ten years, and that's a good offensive line. And I think at this stage of Philip Rivers' career, Rivers pretty much always has been a quarterback who's needed a good offensive line. But the Colts have a top offensive line. Uh, Anthony Costanzo said he's coming back. Obviously, we know about Quentin Nelson. Ross, you're an, you're an offensive line expert for for good reason. Philip Rivers behind that line, I wonder if that might be the most appealing thing to Rivers as he makes his free agency decision, in addition to the fact that the Colts play their home games indoors, they play warm-weather teams on the road. I think at this stage of Rivers' career, this is the right fit for him as a player. I know you're probably a fan of that offensive line, and Rivers hasn't had that with the Chargers in a long time.
0: Love the offensive line. Love Rivers getting a chance to play behind that offensive line. Love Rivers getting a chance to be with Frank Reich indoors. Literally everything that you mentioned seems to be perfect for Philip Rivers with the Indianapolis Colts. I do think they'll get better around him. He has a relationship with Nick Sirianni. I mean, the whole thing makes a lot of sense to me. So I, I think that's a... Really, really good fit for him, fantasy and real life. The next one is interesting, although we know that there really aren't that many landing spots. You got Teddy Bridgewater going to the Bears. I'm assuming this is almost like the uh, the Tannehill Titans role from a year ago.
1: Yeah, except I would think Bridgewater would be instantly the starter uh, in Chicago. And I view Bridgewater's skill set. He's He's got... Some mobility, but obviously he's not Lamar Jackson. He's, he's not even Dak Prescott or Josh Allen in that regard. But he can move a little bit, much like M- Mitchell Trubisky. He doesn't have a power arm, much like Mitchell Trubisky. But what he does have is a just a better track record than Mitchell Trubisky. And I saw what he did with the Saints, and signing with the Saints was just a brilliant move by Teddy Bridgewater. He made the right decision, and... I mean, I'm I'm sure Teddy Bridgewater is going to go back and say, hey, I'm not happy that Drew Brees got hurt, but it certainly worked out for him because he came out, he went undefeated as a starter with the Saints, he played extremely well, and he got Michael Thomas the ball, which was good news for us for fantasy purposes. I think Teddy Bridgewater at this point, And I'm not trying to insult him by saying this. I just think he's a much better version of Mitchell Trubisky than Mitchell Trubisky is. And I think he would be an unbelievable fit in that Matt Nagy offense. uh, He can run the RPO concepts. He can run everything that they do that requires the quarterback to be mobile. Um, I love the fit for him. They have good weaponry. Obviously, you have Allen Robinson there. Uh, Anthony Miller. So I think the Bears have a stronger supporting cast than people might think uh, because Mitchell Trubisky ch- kind of bogs the whole thing down. I think Teddy Bridgewater instantly improves the Chicago Bears. This would be good news for him. I think it would be good news for Alan Robinson. I think it would be good news for Tariq Cohen. I think it would be good news for that run game. I think Teddy Bridgewater with the Bears, I'm not sure how realistic it is, but this is the team that I really want Teddy Bridgewater to go to because I think it's the right scheme fit and I think it's the right fit for for fantasy
0: then the last quarterback we'll dive into his free agent Jameis Winston you have him going back to Tampa even though they don't seem all that fired up about him
1: yeah, I am um, i don't think this one's going to happen. I, I I think it's quote-unquote realistic because it's his current team. But I got to admit, I'm a little bit scared. After seeing what Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were able to do, the fact that both of those guys essentially produced first-round fantasy wide receiver value, with Jameis Winston, a, uh, to borrow a term that's floated around the fantasy space, a DGAF quarterback, somebody who's just going to pull the trigger no matter what, I'm a little hesitant to say what might happen if they go get a Teddy Bridgewater type, somebody who is more cautious with the football. Could that be better for the Buccaneers on the field? Absolutely. Now, I would take Teddy Bridgewater over Jameis Winston. However, from a fantasy perspective, I want an over-aggressive thrower throwing to those big-time wide receivers. And if I have Phillip Rivers going to the Colts, Jameis Winston going back to the Bucs I think is the best fit for fantasy – I'm not really sure what the Bucks are going to do in the scenarios that I've laid out because it seems like that they're, uh, they're uh, getting left at the altar here, so to speak. So I have Jameis Winston going back there, and while I don't think Bucks fans would be excited about that, from a fantasy perspective, I look at what Mike Evans and Chris Godwin did last year, and I would be excited about that. Um, I, I don't expect this to happen, but I think Jameis Winston going back to the Bucks would be the best situation for fantasy and for those receivers.
0: Let's dive into some running backs. Derrick Henry, you think his best bet would be going back to the Titans. The way he finished the year, that seems to make sense.
1: You know, you talked to Greg Cosell about the running back position in today's NFL and Ross, you had him on last week to break down some running back prospects. And I thought it was interesting to hear him say he's kind of quote unquote conflicted about the art, the running back position. And you know, the running back doesn't matter and all this stuff. And, and I think his his overall point ended up being, for certain teams, it might not, like the Chiefs. For other teams who don't have a Patrick Mahomes, don't have that big-time quarterback, it does matter. And the Titans couldn't do what they did in 2020 with just any Joe Schmo at running back. They couldn't do it. Derrick Henry has a very specific skill set. He's not a great receiver, but he is a downhill powerful guy who when he gets in the open field he's near impossible to tackle so he needs a commitment to him and what we we know this because Derrick Henry when he was splitting time with DeMarco Murray in Tennessee when he was splitting time with Deion Lewis in the first part of the 2018 season the guy was not effective He simply was not effective. He had a couple big games here and there, but he wasn't consistent. But when the Titans started committing 20, 25, sometimes even 30 carries to Derrick Henry, the guy blew up. And I look at this as a situation where, okay, how many teams are actually prepared to do that with Derrick Henry? So for fantasy purposes, there is only one fit for me that is appealing for Derrick Henry. And that's back with the Titans who are also re-signing Ryan Tannehill That is the fit that makes Derrick Henry a first-round fantasy pick. And while I'm still a little bit hesitant to do that, given his lack of receiving ability, I would be far more likely to invest that high a pick in Derrick Henry if he's back with a team that has a strong offensive line that knows how to commit to him, and that commitment is the most important part.
0: I love this next one. I I can't possibly love it enough. And that is Melvin Gordon. You think his best fantasy spot is the Seattle Seahawks, which is interesting with some of the guys they still already have.
1: Well, look, you have Chris Carson coming off a serious injury. You have Rashad Penny coming off a serious injury. Marshawn Lynch is appearing in Westworld, so who knows if he's going to be back. Travis Homer flashed, but I don't know if he flashed enough for the the, the Seahawks to say, hey, we're going to see what's going to happen with our two guys coming back from serious injury. Maybe we'll re-sign Marshawn. What they have right now is a lot invested in the running back position and absolutely zero certainty. So, uh, uh, look, Seahawks Twitter would be very, very passionate about this. They already believe they've invested way too much in the running back position. But that doesn't mean Pete Carroll believes he's already invested way too much in the running back position. And I have Melvin Gordon going to the Seahawks because I frankly believe they'll use him. They would use him as a 15 to 20 carry a game guy. We know Gordon can catch three, four, five, six passes a game in the right situation. So they've already doubled down on the running back position. I'm saying right now they're going to triple down. They're going to sign Melvin Gordon. They're going to see what happens with Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. Maybe you can redshirt Rashad Penny. That's all already a sunk cost, that pick. So I think the Seahawks are lining up for a Super Bowl window, and they want to add a back to this backfield. And while I think Pete Carroll would be jumping for joy if Derrick Henry hit the open market, I think they're going to go for the more bargain buy with Melvin Gordon. Um, uh, Look, they've already invested a ton in the position. They have shown a willingness to do so more than basically any other team in the NFL I I think the Seahawks are certainly going to be sniffing around and Melvin Gordon probably fits the bill as somebody that they would be interested in signing.
0: And then Kenyon Drake, uh, like most of the guys, you think his best spots going back there to Arizona where he had tremendous success.
1: Yeah, he had a lot of success, the most success he's ever had in the NFL. Um, and I, look, David Johnson looked absolutely cooked last year. Uh, and I don't think the Cardinals are going to go into 2020 committed to David Johnson by any stretch. And Kenyon Drake, the way I saw him play, even though it was kind of a few big games as opposed to consistency, I think with a full off-season in that offense with Cliff Kingsbury, look, we saw Kingsbury kind of evolve throughout the season. He started out with pretty much exclusive 10 personnel. By the end of the year, we're seeing him run 12 personnel quite a bit. So Cliff Kingsbury was kind of dipping his toes into the water. He was getting acclimated to the NFL. So I think Kenyon Drake, they're going to go back this offseason, go back to the drawing board, see what, what what worked after they traded for him midseason. And I think he's got a shot to be a pretty big-time fantasy back. And in that offense, that throws the ball a ton. His receiving ability is very important. And I think he and Kyler Murray can be a dynamic pair in that backfield. I'd like to see him go back to the Cardinals because I think he'll be a top 60 pick for fantasy if he does do that.
0: Before we get to the wide receivers... Joe, I want you to talk about the underwear that has changed your existence as a human being.
1: Oh, absolutely, Ross, because I am now super comfortable down below. Because when you when it gets to that, when it gets to the nitty-gritty, look, there's underwear, and then there's Tommy John. It's the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. As a matter of fact, they give three of them, fabric, fit, and function – Tommy John obsesses over every little detail, detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you have ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men's and women's, they have the women's stuff too, underwear sport, a no wedgie guarantee, everybody hates wedgies, comfortable stay put waistbands and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather light, moisture wicking that's the most important one moisture wicking breathable and designed to move with you not against you that means there's no bunching And no riding up. Tommy John is so confident in their underwear. If you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. They're letting you send back used underwear if you don't like it. What kind of company does that? (laughs) If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom stores nationwide. Tommy John No adjustment needed. Give the three Fs about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash feast and get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash feast for 20% off TommyJohn.com slash feast.
0: All right. So with the receivers, Amari Cooper, Cowboys. I don't know if that happens or not, but I, I do agree. That'd probably be a good spot for him.
1: Yeah, the Dak Prescott Amari Cooper marriage has worked out so far. And although there's some really, really weird home road splits with Amari Cooper, um, he had the injury issues this year. Um, I know some Cowboys fans questioned his effort later in the season. Maybe the injuries had something to do with that. I think the Cowboys have kind of backed themselves against the wall and... I think Amari Cooper going back to the Cowboys would be great for Dak Prescott. I think it'd be good for Michael Gallup because those two play off of each other very well. I just think this is the most likely thing to happen, although it is far less certain that Cooper goes back to the Cowboys than Prescott at this point. Again, we're talking about this um, early uh, the week before free agency starts. This is going to have a short shelf life of a podcast, but I just think Cooper – Prescott, one of these guys is going to get franchise tagged and I think they'll work to sign the other one because they can't afford to lose one of these two guys when it looks like Byron Jones, their top corner is going to be hitting free agency.
0: AJ Green back with the Bengals. That's going to happen. They're not they're not letting him go.
1: Yeah, and I think AJ Green probably is a little bit upset about this, but Look, I've already kind of circled the Bengals as a team that I'm going to invest heavily in for fantasy in 2020. And the average fantasy player is really sharp. And And while I've identified the Bengals as a team that I'm going to be focusing on, I think they have as well. Um, so the values aren't really there for guys like for guys like Joe Mixon. But A.J. Green going back there with Jonah Williams, with Joe Burrow ostensibly going there. I actually think this is an offense that has a lot of potential to score points uh, in 2020 and going forward. I think AJ green going back to the Bengals, he's going to be an interesting study this off season when it comes to his ADP because he's going back there. And I think Joe Burrow is going to get on the football.
0: You got Robbie Anderson, the jet speedster going to the Eagles. Interesting before the draft.
1: Yeah, and I don't think this is going to happen. Um, my my opinion on what the Eagles are going to do is I think they're going to spend big in the secondary and kind of go get your Demarcus Robinsons of the world or your Taylor Gabriels of the world in free agency to add speed to the offense. But if we're talking pure fantasy, Robbie Anderson to the Eagles is the, is the spot because they had no speed. Um, Deshaun Jackson is coming back, but you can't rely on him. Carson Wentz, uh, he's just not a quarterback who I think think can effectively run a condensed offense he's not the most accurate in that area but he's an aggressive down the field thrower and Robbie Anderson provides him that target this one I think is realistic but I don't think it's going to happen this is the type of player that the Eagles should be interested in signing I just think their priorities are going to be elsewhere in free agency but if Robbie Anderson were to land with the Eagles this would be the best fit for fantasy in my opinion
0: You got Emmanuel Sanders going to the Patriots. That makes a lot of sense, Joe.
1: Yeah, Ross, you remember like seven years ago, they signed him to an offer sheet when Sanders was still with the Steelers, and at that point, he hadn't really broken out yet, and we're like, hmm, that's interesting. They're signing him to this offer sheet, and then the Steelers ended up matching it, um, and and Sanders... really ended up becoming a really good player once he left Pittsburgh, and now he's a respected player. It seems like he's kind of fighting with the 49ers right now about his value. This is a player the Patriots have always had their eyes on, and Tom Brady's not going back to the Patriots. if The Patriots do not significantly improve his receiving core, and they're doing it with Emmanuel Sanders in my on my sheet here, and they're going to do it with another player as well.
0: Let's get to... The tight ends. Now, this is interesting because you've got Hunter Henry going to the Patriots. There's, and again, we're this is not predictions. This is where it would be best for them from a fantasy standpoint, and you think Hunter Henry to the Patriots would be his best spot better than if he stayed with the Chargers.
1: Well, yeah, because I don't know who the Chargers quarterback is going to be, whether it's Tyrod Taylor, whether it's Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, whoever it's going to be. I have him going to the Patriots with Tom Brady, and I think they're going to make – they're going to try to make a Super Bowl run here. And look, we know Tom Brady lacked the presence of Rob Gronkowski in 2019, and look, Hunter Henry – kind of has a lot of the same warts as Rob Gronkowski. Availability is a question, but when he is out there, he's a red zone threat. He can stretch the field. He is the exact type of tight end that Tom Brady loves throwing to, and I know there are a lot of reports that the Chargers are looking to franchise Henry. That has not happened as to this point. As a matter of fact, nobody's been franchised as to this point. So Hunter Henry, as of right now, is scheduled to hit free agency, and if he does do that, I think the Patriots are going to pursue him aggressively as an athletic tight end to pair with Tom Brady as they load up for one or two final Super Bowl runs.
0: Austin Hooper to the Bears. Seems like there's a lot of talk and chatter about Austin Hooper going to the Bears.
1: Yeah, the Bears uh fans are a little I think he- hesitant to spend big money on tight end after in the last couple of years, they spent a second round pick on Adam Shaheen, who's made about seven catches in his career. And then you spent the big money on Trey Burton, who has played in about seven games since he signed that contract with the Bears. So I think the Bears fans are a little bit hesitant to spend big money. But pairing Austin Hooper with Teddy Bridgewater, which is what I've done here in this exercise, I think is just it's the right thing to do. You have Alan Robinson in the in the intermediate to deep area of the field. You have Anthony Miller running in the slot. You have Tariq. Cohen coming out of the backfield, and you have Austin Hooper who, look, he's he, he's not what you would consider a super dynamic tight end. He's probably more in that, in that Zach Ertz, Jason Witten mold of tight end where it's the short to intermediate chain mover, but he's also been really good in the red zone. So I think Austin Hooper, this is somebody who the Bears, as you mentioned, there have been... Uh, names linked to Austin Hooper. They've been linked to him. I think with Teddy Bridgewater, the type of offense they play, I think it's the right fit. Austin Hooper is going to get paid, and I think the Bears are going to try to improve offensively as much as possible. Even if they don't sign a quarterback like a Teddy Bridgewater, I think Austin Hooper is somebody who could go to Chicago and make some money.
0: And finally, Joe, Eric Ebron to the Packers.
1: Uh, The seam ball. Aaron Rodgers throwing that team ball. Eric Ebron can do something that Jimmy Graham Could not do in 2019, and that's still run. And I know Eric Ebron's had his drops issues, which will drive Aaron Rodgers nuts. He's had his injury issues, um, but he's effective in the red zone. That is super important to Aaron Rodgers. He's been one of the best touchdown scorers when available over the last two seasons. And I'm not entirely sure that the Packers are ready to commit 100% to Jay Sternberger yet. So Eric Ebron going to the Packers, I think he fits the style of play that Aaron Rodgers likes from his tight end dating back to the days of Jermichael Finley streaking down uh, the seams. I think Eric Ebron is the right kind of receiver for them. Not the most exciting name, but he can do something that Jimmy Graham can't do at this point, and that is move. And I think he adds a speed element from the tight end position for the Green Bay Packers. That's something they did not have last year with Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis running around like they had offensive linemen strapped to their backs.
0: Excellent work as always, Joe. Hmm, this feast made me really, really hungry. Thankfully, I get my meats and my wild Alaskan salmon from the greatest food distribution company in the galaxy, Butcher Box. Every month, Butcher Box ships a curated selection of high quality meat right to my house. All of the meat is free of antibiotics, added hormones, but tastes delicious. Each box, 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals. So you want the grass-fed finished beef, free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, wild-caught salmon. They got it for you. Right now, ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life, that's two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of their subscription, plus $20 off their first box. Just go to butcherbox.com slash feast or enter promo code feast at checkout. That's butcherbox.com slash feast or enter promo code feast at checkout. That'll do it, by the way, for this week's two days earlier than normal fantasy feast podcast because of some travel going on later on the week. Joe terrific work as always, make sure you're following him on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL and all of our podcasts. As soon as we produce them, not only are they always posted to Ross where all of your magical dreams can come true, but also, you can know when they're posted because Brian, our producer, posts them to the at RTF Podcast social media handle, uh, Twitter and Instagram, which is awesome. Again, hopefully you're already following both at Ross Tucker NFL, at RTF Podcast, and Joe at FG Dolan. Other than that, I am totally stuffed. That was epic. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and The College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. You know what? I lied. One more thing I wanted to tell you dudes about. One more thing, and that is BetOnline.ag. They are your online sportsbook experts which is amazing, I love them. You use the promo code PODCAST1, you get a 50% welcome bonus. After midnight, you will be able to listen to the Even Money podcast. You should listen to the Even Money podcast with our XFL thoughts, as well as our thoughts on the college basketball conference tournaments, and then immediately go to betonline.ag, use the promo code PODCAST1 if you haven't already, and utilize that 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, promo code PODCAST1.